0: in the zone is back from commercial break and it's time to be enlightened let's head to the hotline where tv superstar from west two news darren stoltzfus is standing by we'll do it live back to you brandon darren stoltzfus west two news sports director he joins us right now Darren, I know you don't do weather for WESH. That is reserved for the likes of Eric Burris and Kellyanne Class. But do you have any idea what's going on out there? How concerned should I be if I were to get in the car in the next few minutes?
1: Hey, you just said it. I don't do weather. I'm watching Tony Manolfi now with a lot of different colors behind him on the screen, though. So that's never good. Uh, that's uh, that's not making me feel too great. So, but I have done weather in the past, Brandon. I will say, just for hurricanes they will put me out and I'll stand there in the rain and tell people to stay inside.
0: <laughs> that's it. that's all you got. How hard is that it's to bad. do with the with the green screen behind you and the uh and you know pointing to the right areas those little details I feel like I would mess up often.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's what I'm saying. I, I was just standing out in the actual rain just saying oh, gotcha. hey, don't don't leave. I, I don't have the uh, the only time I'm in front of the green screen is for the uh the nice Molnex Ford logo behind me when I'm talking about sports. Well, we've got a lot to talk about
0: in that regard what did you think of the game last night it was pretty good for a while I mean at least close I never really felt like I was gonna sit back and call this one an all-time great but um, but but at least it, it kept us engaged throughout the uh, the majority of it where did you land on the entertainment level of our national championship
1: it was good enough I mean I was concerned after those you know the first quarter it looked like Michigan was just gonna play some big boy football and Washington was going to get run off the field. So I was happy to see them, you know, get some staying power and stay into it. And I think right at like 1055, I thought, you know, okay, Hey, Washington's got a shot at this thing. They were actually driving down to, I believe, tie it when uh, Michael Penix Jr. threw that interception that kind of sealed the deal on fourth down. But uh, you know, I think the bigger takeaway for me was just leading up to it. They kept ESPN was just hammering. This is the final game of the four game playoff. Like, we're not doing this anymore. It's year ten. And I'm like, man, where where are we going to be in ten years, you know, from now? Like what what is this game gonna look like? And I got a little nostalgic. I'm thinking, you know, this is the death of the Pac twelve, this is the death of the fourteen playoffs. Like, where is this sport going? And what what are we gonna say in ten years? Is the game gonna be in a better place? Hopefully. Uh, but man, there's no telling what this is gonna look like ten years from now. It's
0: so true, and uh, I don't know what national championships are going to look like. Are we going to actually see the unlikely team ever break through and and get different matchups, or are we just going to year after year say, oh, look, Alabama's playing Ohio State again in the national championship. I'm glad we had
1: 14 extra games to decide this. Yeah, but there's gonna be so many pockets lined from those extra fourteen games, Brandon. <laughs> I think the bigger thing is just the timeline. You know, this is this is skewing into a two semester sport. And if we're putting the portal open and closing it the way we are now, like, obviously that's not gonna work. Like if you know you're gonna transfer, think about all the guys at Florida State that decided they were gonna opt out because the window was closing and they had to do it before the bowl game. Well I'm looking at the schedule for next year for the twenty twenty four college football playoff. The quarterfinals are New Year's Eve and January 1st. Semifinals aren't until today and tomorrow, the 9th and the 10th. The championship's the 20th. Like, you may not have backups by the time you get to the championship game, depending on what the situation is. So they've, they've got a lot of work to do with this calendar. I don't know if they're going to have to back it up, back the start up, or eliminate a game during the regular season. I, I don't know what the deal is, but it's it's going to be a mess the first few years.
0: Does Michigan deserve their flowers today or should we be spending most of our time shunning them for their cheating ways?
1: Uh, Selfishly, I'm going to say shun them because I think it's more fun. Uh, That's a terrible answer for any (laughs) Michigan fan out there. Uh, But when your head coach is missing for six games in the regular season, you know, that's just ridiculous. What other sport can you have your manager or your basketball coach sit out for half the season and then you still go on and accomplish what they did? So, for the kids, the kids on the field, the young men on the field, it, it is incredible what they were able to accomplish, and just what had to be, you know, a bastion of silence. Whatever I'm thinking of Steve Carell in that movie where he's like putting up the the dome of silence, like that had to be what they were actually in, but it worked to just block out all the outside noise. And just it, it's it is very impressive what they were able to accomplish. But I do wonder if in a couple of years, if there's going to be a little asterisk because of what they, you know, the sign stealing and all that. But I doubt it. I, I mean. College football is kind of anything goes at this point, so uh, it, it it's starting to feel like NASCAR. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying.
0: If uh, if Jim Harbaugh were to move on to the NFL and win a Super Bowl, he would join a very elite list. Paul Brown, Barry Switzer, Jimmy Johnson, and Pete Carroll is the only coaches to ever win a national championship in both sports. If you were in his position right now, what would you do if you're winning this national championship?
1: No question. I'm uh, moving on to the NFL. I think it is, it's is—it's his alma mater. He cares deeply about Michigan. Um, but college football is just, it, again, it's a mess. And it is a completely different sport than it was even four years ago. But think back. I mean, this is a coach that took a pay cut and was on a prove-it deal not that long ago because they didn't think he could get the job done. They didn't think he could beat Ohio State or win a national championship. So you accomplish what you need to accomplish. Don't become the villain. Don't stay too long. Don't become Batman. Uh, you know, get into the NFL and, and go on to the next challenge. He's proven he can win at that level as well. Uh, he's one of the few that it seems, like you mentioned, to have success in both realms, and I think that's just the, the natural next step. Um, but, hey, if he wants to run it back, we'll see how far he can take this thing. It's just, you, you look at situations like Scott Frost at Nebraska, that's the immediate one that pops up. When you're the favorite son and you things go the wrong way, they really go the wrong way, and it can ruin relationships and it can ruin... You know how you remember a player or a coach. So I think if you're Jim Harbaugh, the easiest thing to do is hey, right off into the sunset as a conquering victor, and uh, why not? Fifteen to zero, you can't top that. Uh, I guess next year you can, Uh, but you can't (laughs) do much better than that.
0: We're talking to Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West Two News. He does not do weather, in case you were wondering. Big news (laughs) out of UCF: Javon Baker, star wide receiver, he's declaring for the NFL draft. How big of a blow is this for UCF's offense and? Was this something that was expected? My co-host says he kind of saw this one coming, maybe some uh, read some tea leaves, but um, it took me by surprise. What about Javon Baker to the NFL?
1: Some tea leaves, some message boards, some tweets. Uh, this was not a, a 100% surprise. But yeah, it's a huge blow for UCF's offense just because of the playmaker he was. If you look at some of the catches he was able to make, he was an all-first-team Big 12 guy. They only had two of those. I mean, this was this was a great guy. Now, their wide receiver room is pretty deep for next year. I don't think you can fault a guy for taking advantage of the opportunity he's had in front front of him. Uh, But no question, UCF would absolutely love to have him back next year. I think the hardest thing is just, you know, if you're a fan that's not exactly plugged in, you see the Gasparilla Bowl, he's like, hey, I'm coming back. And then he's now going to pro. It's just like, oh, man, that that stings a little bit more. It's easier to kind of let the guy go if you know what's coming. But things change. I mean, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. And good for him he's going to be you know carrying that ucf banner into the nfl hopefully
0: i want to wrap with a magic question we got magic t wolves tonight live from the kia center it, Paolo banquero has been on an incredible tear it feels like he's taking that next step from really good player to full-blown superstar and he's putting up numbers that are mvp level and is Paolo i don't think the team is better without franz wagner but is Paolo better without franz in the lineup
1: it's an interesting question. I mean, he had the first triple-double against the Nuggets, and that was an incredible performance. Um, I think he just has more opportunity without Franz Wagner. Franz is going to help build the stat sheet, and this is kind of letting him blossom into, uh, it's funny, I see Russell Westbrook on my television, a guy that takes more shots. You know, uh, I think that's going to be the opportunity. He can be kind of the dominant player more so when Franz is gone, but I think they work together really well, and uh, you know, it's not gonna. They're not gonna need him to score 35 every single night for them to be successful and to get into the playoffs and go deep into the playoffs in the next few years. Um, but they are gonna need somebody else. I mean, Caleb Houston had 25 last night, so it's or against the Hawks, excuse me. But it's not like he's not getting help. I think he does have more room to kind of take over and run the floor and run the team, though, uh, without Franz in the lineup. But yeah, no question, they're they're better with Franz when he's healthy and out there.
0: Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West 2 News, at Darren Stoltzfus if you want to watch or follow him on Twitter. Stay safe out there today, Darren. You too. Hey, tune into to West 2,
1: all the breaking weather news. I see it right now on my screen.
0: Every single morning for this guy right here. So uh, it's an absolute must. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, I don't know if it's just my uh, recent affiliation with Darren Stoltzfus or the fact that they do such a good job and it's the first channel in the guide, but I am a wish Two guy these days, and I love the crew over there. We get to our first four things, more news on Jim Harbaugh, where he could end up next, and tonight's Magic T-Wolves game, all coming up after this.